0: Welcome to the Black Contractors Network podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Welcome to the Black Contractors Network podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing... What is startup capital and why is it so hard for minorities and African-Americans to get access to it? Startup capital is the money a business owner needs to start a business. This funding helps the business meet its initial costs, such as the business overhead, like the office space or equipment and payroll, permits, licenses, inventory, product development, manufacturing, marketing, or any other expense that results from starting a new business. Having startup capital is an important step in the process of launching a new business. Do you need startup capital? Hell fucking yeah! In order to rent space, buy equipment, develop new products, and market or sell your service, you'll need some form of capital. Startup capital gives you a way to launch your business and provide for those costs until you start bringing in revenue which could take a while. It's especially important for businesses that have greater operating expenses or those that depend on specialized equipment. How to get startup capital Successfully investing in your business requires a solid business plan and a budget that accounts for startup costs. Once you have worked out what you expect your startup expenses to be and have created a budget, you can begin looking for startup capital. If you decide to bootstrap the business, you turn to your own bank accounts for money. You can also reach out to a bank for a small business loan, many of which are backed by the small business administration. You may have to prove your creditworthiness in order to qualify for these loans. Or you can seek out angel investors interested in equity financing to provide the startup capital for your venture. You can also look for investors at venture capital firms. Be prepared to sign over some equity in your company in exchange for this funding. All that shit sounds like a fucking fairy tale. In the actual real world, being a minority, good luck getting any of that shit. The bank and the government will actually laugh at you. <laughs> people of color have faced economic inequality for hundreds of years in this country. The United States of America remains inequitably behind when it comes to connecting and putting dollars into companies led by black entrepreneurs. There are too many narratives out there that make it sound like black people are complaining because things aren't fair in business. That argument doesn't work well because American business doesn't factor for fairness. Business leaders and investors can't only approach this problem from a fairness standpoint. They need to understand that it's about missed opportunity as well. Minorities that the consumer group represent nearly $3.9 trillion in buying power and significantly influence the mainstream. The fact of the matter is that investing in underrepresented communities is just smart and lucrative business. Until we say fuck it and start supporting each other and keep the money in our community, black-owned businesses will be in high demand. The companies will become more profitable supporting these businesses contributes to creating entrepreneurial opportunities entrepreneurship fuels economic prosperity and serves as a bridge for low-income families to move up to middle-class status if we can do that we won't need these motherfuckers anymore this is what makes black business ownership particularly important it is a path for creating sustained multi-generational wealth in other words making a collective effort to support black-owned business today can help close the racial wealth gap currently And maybe in the next 200 years we won't be going through this fucking bullshit again. The most common way that Americans acquire new business is by starting one themselves. And for both black-owned and white-owned business, the most common source of startup capital is personal and or family savings. It's easy to see, then... How the racial wealth gap is giving black entrepreneurs a distinct disadvantage. The second most common source of startup capital is getting a business loans from a financial institution which offers little respite for black entrepreneurs. More than half of the requests from black-owned businesses for loans are rejected. Rejected! Rejected! Yeah, you just got rejected! R. E. J-E? C T E D rejected! R-E? Rejected. R-E-J-E-C-T-E-D rejected. R-E-J-E-C-T-E-D. The rejection rate for black business owners is twice that of white business owners. This sting has been especially heartfelt by some black business owners in the wake of our current health crises. Many of the banks administering the federal relief package for small businesses have instituted restrictions whereby they will service existing customers before considering new loan requests. This means that many of the black-owned businesses that applied for loans and were rejected will have a particularly difficult time obtaining their share of the government's aid package. Most of us do not have the individual ability to even the scales of bank lending or redistribute wealth, but we can indirectly influence black-owned businesses' likelihood of overcoming these obstacles. Among the most common reasons that businesses fail is a lack of cash flow. So supporting black-owned businesses with our consumer spending habits will help alleviate the need for additional loans or dipping into personal savings. Promoting the success of black-owned businesses will also help tackle some of the biases preventing black entrepreneurs from obtaining equal access to business loans. Being a minority business owner of color, as well as being a women business owner and others are overlooked entrepreneurial communities, are not able to access the same financial resources that white male business owners obtain regularly. Now you fucked up, now you fucked up, now you fucked up, you have fucked up now. In analyzing data made public by the Federal Reserve, as well as other research and analysis from experts in the field of entrepreneurial inequality, this report demonstrates that in virtually every way that it is possible to measure, there is a gap between the financing that white small business owners receive and the financing that black, Latina, and Asian business owners receive. According to the Federal Reserve, 80.2% of white business owners receive at least a percentage of the funding they request from a bank compared to 66.4% of black, indigenous, or person-of-color business owners. Another study found that the average loan size for small white-owned firms was over $30,000 higher than for small black, indigenous, or person-of-color-owned firms, and according to a report from the Minority Business Development Agency, Minority firms paid 7.8% in interest on average for loans, compared with 6.4% for non-minority firms. Banks subject black, indigenous, or person of color to more scrutiny than they do white business owners. One audit study found that in comparison to white applicants, black, indigenous, or person of color applying for bank loans were more often asked to show business financial statements. Income tax returns, bank account information, personal financial asset details, and credit card debt. They were also offered less frequent assistance in filling out loan applications. It's just fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Online lenders approve loans to white business owners more often. Online menders typically have less stringent qualifications for loan approval than banks and their processes should remove the possibility of in-person bias. But while 82.1% of white business owners are approved by online menders, both black and Hispanic business owners still trail in approval rates, coming in at 67.2% and 71.5%, respectively. Black-owned startups receive a small fraction of the outside equity white startups receive. Research shows that white-owned startups have an average of $18,500 in outside equity at the founding compared to just $500 for black-owned startups. This should not be surprising to anyone. lack of diversity and unconscious biases that financial companies contributes to the racial funding gap. Even the algorithms that many lenders use to determine the creditworthiness of an applicant can be biased due to the use of data points that favor certain groups over others. One of the best ways to reduce these biases is to hire a diverse workforce which will, in turn, diversify the perspectives that make their way into creating machine learning systems, or that meet with potential loan applicants in person committing to bias training for all employees is another important step for mending institutions as noted in american banker many ai developers are white male and with similar backgrounds in terms of education and experience there are countless examples of how this causes problems from facial recognition that doesn't recognize people with darker skin tones to voice recognition that doesn't hear women. AI engineers must also understand how each data point used for machine learning amounts to a lever in their company's compliant fair banking apparatus. AI teams must also be trained on anti-discrimination laws and implicit bias, emphasizing that negative impacts on protected classes of people can often be just as costly as ill-intended acts. Menders must actively work to remove biases from their workflows in order to close this funding gap, move money to banks that serve black, indigenous or person of color communities. In many ways, lending institutions fail black, indigenous or person of color business owners. They don't seek to help them. They rely on practices and algorithms that deny them. They may offer them loans at prices that are purposely higher than what they would offer to white business owners because it is more profitable to do so. The opportunity to obtain a needed loan isn't always available to black, indigenous or person of color due to forces outside their control. But when it's possible to claim one, they should take it. The more often a black, indigenous, or person of color-led business receives a loan and succeeds thanks in part to that capital, the more often lenders will. Hopefully, extend offers to their peers in the future. The bottom line is, we cannot be equal with the master until we own what the master owns. We cannot be equal with the master until we have the same education as the master has. Then we can say master, recognize us as your equal. Until we are all equal, there are no easy solutions to a problem like this. The factors that created the racial wealth gap are long-standing and deeply ingrained in the biases conscious and unconscious of many the first step is to address and acknowledge the disparity the next steps will be different for each of us but they must all point toward a common goal leveling the entrepreneurial playing field and giving every business owner the opportunity to succeed no matter who they are where they live or what they hope to achieve catch you guys on the next one and remember unity is the key thank you for listening to the black contractors network make sure to like rate and review see you next time Be safe out there and take care of each other.